Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. It is still. Wednesday, December 23rd, and this is the podcast after the rant. Now, the rant is called, and I want everybody to listen to the rant. The rant is called, let me get to it for today. Let's see. What was the rant called? Okay. It's called Advisory. Cover your ears and duck. Useless. The verdict is in. Now, we're going to talk about now identity crisis and how in the United States here specifically. And, you know, a lot of countries where it it used to be, I don't know about now, where a lot of countries would look up to the United States as it relates to setting trends. The United States, the United States is good for setting trends. And I remember I had a friend that I talked to you all about. He's from Scotland. He lives in Scotland. And we would talk and he stated that the United States were good at creating movies in the entertainment industry, that we're great at that. Yeah, we're good at setting trends and things like that. We're great at it. And I feel that people from other countries, I could be incorrect. I probably am. They look because of the big screen and the trends and the push for freedom, quotation marks, and the United States specifically setting the mode and setting the tone for that, and other countries looking at that as it being positive and something that they should follow. Not all countries, but a lot of them were. I don't know how they're feeling about the United States now, but that's how it used to be. Now, and that could be positive and it could be a negative because a lot of things that come out of the United States is most definitely not a good representation of who we are as a people. What is Hollywood? The entertainment industry does not represent the average American in the United States, just like Facebook doesn't, just like YouTube doesn't, social media does not. And most definitely movies in, in entertainers do not represent the average American person here in the United States. But that's not what I want to speak about today. I want to, but it does make the United States look very colorful, very modern, very in the mode, very progressive. And we are to a certain extent, but there's something that has there's something that isn't correct here. And this goes back to the rant 
now is where, and it's about identity and as if there's been an identity crisis and we're going to talk about masculine energy and how the, I don't know who set the foundation for this or whose idea it was to strip identity away and call that freedom. Now, and also when, even when we look at progression, you know, the world is round. There's only so far you could go until you start going backwards. You know, you could, you could progress so far that you just start going backwards. Just like a lot of people, what they would call progress thinking here in the United States with some things, not with all things, with some things, not with all of them. It sometimes what they will be describing or demonstrate in my mind, I related to us as we were as hunter gatherers taking us that progressively forward would actually take us back. You know, then when we were hunter gatherers, it was the woman out gathering berries and the men, the men, you know, out now, the way they said what is progressive, the women out gathering berries and the men out, you know, chasing tail or, <laughs> or feminized, you know, and that that's an identity crisis. And then we'll have a lot of women that are most definitely not happy with the men that are in the United States and wanting more of them, more from them, more of them. And, you know, even a lot of times is, is the women that are raising the men, the fathers also, but sometimes when you can have a dominant woman in the house, she can feminize the father. She can feminize the husband and she raises the child. And sometimes those men can become narcissists because it's about identity and identity is when you take off the image, when you take off your clothes, when you take off your mask, when you take off your public persona, when you take off your persona with your family, when you take off your persona with your girlfriend, when you take off your persona with your wife, the innate who the person is as it relates to masculine and feminine energies, it, if it's not cultivated, if there is no latching on to an identity, we could create a group of men that don't achieve their own highest potential out in the world as men. Now, even though spiritually we know that we have the masculine and feminine inside of us, but there's, there's has to be something. Because, and we can't say that it's all conditioning because there has to be something why we have people that are generally with the masculine characteristics and with the feminine characteristics going. And then we have those people in the middle and that's their choice. But we can't say it's all due to conditioning of this is masculine traits. So the child is, is, is raised to do this because society says it's masculine. Not really. So, and, and, and to counteract that, people that have that mindset, they condition that out of them and strip them of their identity. And then the person grows up, becomes a without an identity, without a foundation. 
without that. With, and, and some things as it relates to men, boys need to be taught by men and not women. Is 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 as if men stepped away from the plate and stepped back from this plate, and then the men that we have now in society is the result of that. And we can say that because there are some things that women need to teach, as it relates to women predominantly, girls, young girls, and then there are some things that young men can teach that equally. But overall, just like with boys, there are some things that men need to teach. Cause, cause we as women are, we don't know how it feels feel to be a man. Just like men don't know how it feels to be a woman. You would have to be that, and we can't blame everything on conditioning because because this that podcast does was the result of men that have no identity. They don't know what is expected of them as a man. And when you don't know what's expected of you as a man, you wreak havoc on, upon society. You can wreak havoc upon your own life because you don't have a foundation. You don't have any clear guidance. You can't reach your own highest potential. And we could call that freedom. Or we could call that being lost. You know, and I feel that men need to step up to the plate for men as men. And, and that's their responsibility. You know, that's what I feel. People could disagree, but that's what I feel. So the question is masculinity. What does it mean to be a man? Now, the responder states, I can tell you what it means to be a man. And why can I tell you? Because I'm a man or maybe not. That's what they write. You all can agree or disagree. I'll tell you what I think in the end. This question is one of the most important questions in all of society. This is what this person writes in. Look, this is what they write as it relates to this question. Looking through the answers actually shows clearly the problem. People have no idea what it means to be a man. So they simply apply attributes of a responsible adult to males. For most of the answers, the traits are just as relevant to females. Because usually people say, what is it to be a man? And we'll say, and a lot of people will respond, we're being responsible. All, this person is correct with that point, that all Adults need to be responsible. That those aren't qualities that just go with men. Those aren't characteristics that just men hold. But there are characteristics that just women hold, and there are characteristics that just men hold. And when we condition that out of men, or don't allow men to be men, and strip that identity away. We don't take ourselves. It's not progression. It's actually digressing because then they, they, it, it takes us back. To, if you really sit back and look at it, it takes us back to our non evolved state as humans. It takes us back to our non evolved state as humans. When, when, when men were out, wild and having wars and and pointing at women and saying been over for sex like that and it was us grunting instead of having civilized conversations and things like that it, when when you don't have a foundation when you have not been instructed when you haven't had a certain amount of conditioning that you need as it relates to 
how you behave and the expectation that each human has as well as them being human for all and for men sometimes specifically that is relating to them as it relates to how they interact with each other and how they interact with women and as it relates to women and how they interact with each other and how they interact with men. There is a certain amount of, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There is a certain amount of conditioning necessary. And we do have a group of men in society that were not conditioned, that didn't have that father figure, that masculine figure that the mama can't be. Doesn't mean she can't raise healthy boys. It do, that doesn't mean that. They didn't have that father figure absent from the home or in the home, feminized by an overly aggressive woman like that. And then we get men, not only are they not responsible for their own life and actions, they're not responsible for their being a member of society that lives in a world with other people. Now, you all could disagree. Now, let's go on to what this person is saying. Before jumping to the answer, a little background is necessary. I'm not going to go into the background. Well, I'll do it still. What, when looking at what separates a man from a woman besides anatomical differences, there is really only one difference that actually matters. The difference is who is dominant. Dominance is the word we use for each, for which is more aggressive. Normally, males are more aggressive. Females are usually willing to submit to the more aggressive males and then... The male is responsible for the female and any children produced. Now, yeah, that's how we started as hunter-gatherers. The male was dominant. The female was more submissive. Now, there's an equality. But with that equality, is not conditioning or whitewashing the male out of his masculinity. And then, because you would have to equally condition the feminine energy into masculinity and out of her femininity. And, and that usually doesn't happen. That's not the way it's looked at. And that's why we have so many women wanting from men, having an expectation of how they want to be treated with by men, even in romantic relationships. A lot of women still want the men to pull out the chair. They still want to be responsible fathers. They still want them to help as it relates to bringing the finances in. They still want them to be responsible. They still want them to be respectful. They still want them to have goals. They still want them to have direction. They still want them to be protectors. They still want them to be men. And what's wrong with a man being a man? Who does that upset and insult? Now, and it, it, he also states that's about it. So that's what he states. I don't fully disagree with him, but okay. So being a man is largely about one thing, he states, the responsible use of aggression. That's absolutely correct. And aggression doesn't always mean with fighting, even though I mentioned wars. Aggression can mean what is the other end of the spectrum when you have a hunter-gatherer that is running and wild and running amok through the village, bending over every woman that they can grunt at us and bend over. And not taking responsible, responsibility for, for that. That's a show and a demonstration of aggression. Who can teach that aggressive male not to be that way? Another man. A woman can only whitewash or condition his masculinity out of him. 
making him feminine, and that's not what he needs. He needs a real man, a real one, to teach him how to be a man. Like that is what it is. And that needs to be taught. And some things do need to con be conditioned as it relates to how we relate to one another into in relate with one another into in society. Now, this okay. That's about it. He says the responsible use of aggression because she or actually a he to a he or a he to a she submits to the dominance of the other. The other must take that responsibility. When that responsibility is taken, social bonds basically fall apart. Yeah, it does. That's correct. Our entire social construct can be understood as with most animals, as interconnected individuals who look for who they can trust to provide resources. Power is the exchange of allegiance for resources. In this exchange, dominance is established in every interaction and bonds are made and broken. That's correct. I agree with that point also. And this is what the men, because I'm coming across these things, are starting to teach. They're coming out. They're starting to teach. They're starting to take their position of power back within society. And they're starting to teach the younger generation of men that are navigating towards them that don't like what they can look at around the United States and see what is happening to them as it relates to their masculinity and it being an insult for some reason to society. Now, and that also could be used as a weapon against society because when you weaken the men, when you weaken the men in a society, you weaken the society. And a lot of people don't look at it like that. They think if you weaken the men, you strengthen the other part of the spectrum, the feminine. No, you don't. No, you really don't. You don't. For nearly all of human history, the answer to that question of what it means to be a man was decided by one group of people, men. It was the privilege of the tribe's elders to decide what the attributes of a man were, and most importantly, to initiate boys into manhood. Having a look at these initiations, some are incredibly gruesome. Usually the more likely the boy was to go to war, the more gruesome the initiation would be. My favorite is still done by certain tribes. The boy must wear gloves with bullet ants stuck in them 20 times throughout the night without crying out. The elders oversee this and then will decide if the boys has done what is required to become a man. Now we're not, we don't have to do that anymore the way that it was, but men should still be, in the power position as it relates to boys coming of age and growing up to be men. Now, women, he states, have their own near-death initiation into womanhood. It's called childbirth. Because our society no longer has any clear initiation into manhood, men are completely lost, and you can see it everywhere. They try to create great bodies or get rich or be successful, successful but ultimately none of these Pursuits are fulfilling to what males crave. They crave to be part of the circle of life where they are able to truly become men and then help with males, help other males take their place before, the, before they die, knowing that their values will be safely passed on to the next generation. We need to come together in Western society and change and charge the greatest men around us to determine what it means to be a man and then to initiate other males into manhood. Only then can this question be answered. What does it mean to be a man? 
It means that a man has initiated you and accepted you into manhood. That's what that writer states. Another one states that what does it mean to be a man? Eight life lessons. My dad, every dad should teach his son because it needs to come from a dad. It needs to come from the daddy. It needs to come from the dad. It needs to come from the father or however you call it. It needs to come from a man. And because it hasn't for a certain social groups or for certain people across the board in the United States, those men are the most likely to not achieve their dreams, achieve their goals, be productive members of society, excel in their marriages, in their family, in their relationships, and in life in general. And they know what is know what is to blame trends and trying to be trendy and trying to be too modern and not understanding if you get go too far on the progressive line that the earth is round and you're going to start making a circle because without any cultivation, without any foundation, without any home training, without any boundaries, we are wild and savage. We go back to the hunter-gatherer days with the flip side of the coin when we were not trained and conditioned in a specific way as it relates to how we relate to one another in society. You all could disagree. I'm probably wrong. I might be. Who cares? Now, these are eight life lessons that he states a dad should teach every man. I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to, I'm not going to read as he elaborates. He taught me about respect. Yeah. He taught me the virtue of silence. He taught me how to take responsibility. He taught me very a very simple life philosophy. He taught me about women. He gifted me a strong model of a family. He taught me the selfless service. He taught me how to be a giver. Now, and then he elaborates with everything else. And a lot of people say, well, why can't women can teach that also? Well, let, well, yeah, they can. Let's look at the unwed mothers in the United States. We have a, we have a high... A statistical rate of unwed mothers. How are their sons turning out? Go look at it and that'll answer your question with that. Now, that's all I wanted to say. You all could disagree. You have your right to do, do so. Ponder that. Think about it or let it go. Until next time, thanks for listening.